got new posters. I've got Steve Knightley from Show of Hands, Jonathan Pickard, the harp guitarist. Have you ever seen a harp guitar? I've not, no. It just caught my attention. I wanted to know what it was. It looks like some kind of Game of Thrones weapon. It's a Game of Thrones weapon, but with strings that you can play. So when you're stabbing your enemies to death, you can also make a really wicked tune. This is Sheer Isolation. It's presented by Kieran Moore in Trowbridge and John Ponting in Cricklade. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Hello, this is Sheer Isolation. I am John in Cricklade and Kieran is in Trowbridge. Trowbridge! As per. Have you had a good week? Any gigs have you been involved with? Oh, John, I did four gigs in a week. I did four gigs in, in seven days. What was your highlight? It's really tough because they're all brilliant. So we had a guy called DJ Asian Hawk, who is like a a UK turntablist. There's a lot of scratching and mixing, all live. Very, 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 very good. He's actually got a new band called Oh Love and The Affair. They are the new Jamiroquai. So if you like your disco, funk, odyssey, uh, acid jazz, then Oh Love and The Affair are right up your alley. On Monday, I had grandma's house at the pump in trowbridge which was revive live part of music venue trust uh, that was brilliant really well attended i managed to get to my first gig of the year i got to see ben marwood and non cannon and ellen cox playing at the bristol exchange how, how was it was it good oh do you know what it was the first time since covid since pandemic that i felt like i was at a normal gig oh that's lovely it just felt like there hadn't been these this two years of upheaval that we've, we've had and it just felt lovely to, to be back oh that is lush which, which you've that probably had that feeling by being involved with so many gigs in the last couple of weeks it's not new to me i've, I've done like a lot of them now so i'm feeling i'm feeling pretty happy hmm. but on sunday john i saw nerve endings in trowbridge at the stallards on thursday no on sunday morning i was at chippenham at the neil doing a dance show so you've just been non-stop for the last week. Incredible. Yeah, non-stop. The only day I didn't do something was um, was Thursday, I think. It's the only yeah. day I didn't do something. So for people who are new to the show, and, and if you haven't guessed just from what we've been talking about, the purpose of Sheer Isolation is to promote the arts and music scene across the region. We have really upped our guest game for this week, haven't we? For, pe- <laughs> for people who like the circus, you, you'll be familiar with Gifford Circus. The, the face of the circus, Tweedy, is uh, Tweedy. our guest for today. And it was great to talk to him about uh, about the circus itself, about what he does away from Giffords as well. And just also just to kind of promote it for people who m- maybe look at it and look at the prices and think, oh, is it worth it? And we can just guarantee, yes, it is worth seeing. It- it's a summer highlight for me. Yeah, it is for our family too. Yeah, they all love it. We should probably play a tune. You have just sent me the link, but I haven't had a chance to look at it. So what are we playing this week, Kira? Oh, we're playing. We're playing an American band who um, are, they now live in the UK. They live in Wales. Um, and they regularly play in the Southwest because it's on their doorstep. But this is a band called Truck Stop Honeymoon. And the reason I'm playing this song is, A, it's just brilliant. It's American, bluegrassy kind of Appalachian, folky, vaudeville, circusy, all those kind of vibes. And they're just ridiculous riot of fun, really. They just have silly songs. Uh, this is a song called She Wants to Be French, which is all about his girlfriend wanting to be French. Uh, and there's lots of like Americanisms in there and it's just it's just great fun but they're going to be playing at the pump in Trowbridge on Friday the 18th of February I'm really 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 looking forward to it well mama I'm in trouble mama I'm in 
in a pinch My baby don't want to be an American no more Uh-uh, she want to be French She wearing them stripy little shirts She cut her hair in a bob She look like she should be talking in subtitles She make me look like a slob And this morning she had a croissant For a petit déjeuner mm-hmm. You know that's what they call breakfast over there And I try to tell her I try to remind her I say, honey, you ain't from Paris You from Charlotte, North Carolina And the only thing I'm French She know how to say is Je ne peux pas de français Parlez-vous l'anglais, s'il vous plaît You know, and that ain't gonna cut it What's she gonna do When she can't even translate What's written on a pizza menu Well, she says she don't care First chance she gets, she gonna fly away on Air France, I bet. Cause she's tired of these rock and roll old country bars. She wanna hang out in cafes, listening to gypsy guitars and accordions. Accordions? Well, she never did like the banjo, but it's better than all them accordions. Oh, yeah. The tune there, She Wants to Be French, is by Truck Stop Honeymoon, a Welsh-based group who are playing in Trowbridge in a couple of weeks' time. They were due to open for Frank at the Forum, and obviously that gig got cancelled. So we said to the support bands, Truck Stop, how about you come play in Trowbridge on the same date and we'll honour it? And they, they said, yeah, that sounds great. So we're still doing a gig. We're still doing a gig. By Frank, we mean Frank Turner. I knew that. Kira Frank knew that. Turner. Audience, probably not so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to be like that guy that kind of like name drops constantly so it's like you know just keep it cash yeah just keep it cash oh it's about two years late for that mate <laughs> <laughs> do you have any product placement this week I do it's not a record but oh god knows what he's gonna bring out then it's a massive box of flyers can you see that and it's an uh, extra mile recording something about an orchestra it's the underground orchestra john it's the underground orchestra so my friend Sean Buswell. Oh, Swindon lad, isn't he? Swindon, yeah, very, very Swindon. And he he does this thing where he gets um he goes on the tube a lot. He's in he lives in London, he goes on the tube and he finds musicians that are carrying instruments. 
everything from oboes to bassoons to cellos, violins, trumpets, you name it. And he approaches these people and he says, would you like to be in my pop-up orchestra? And they either run away from him screaming or they say, yeah, that sounds like a brilliant idea. We'd love to. He's doing it this, this time in London. He's, do, he's done them all across Europe. He's, he's doing this year's show in London. It's at Earth on a Sunday in a couple of weeks. Uh, and what he's done, he's got this orchestra and they're going to play for the whole show. And then throughout the whole show, they're going to have different guests come on and sing songs. So we've got basically most of the extra mile roster, not, in, uh, not limited to, but it does include Frank Turner, obviously, Johnny Lloyd, uh, the Mull Historical Society, Pet Needs, uh, Jess Squires, Berries, and uh, Do Freezes. I can't pronounce that. It's the punk band that's on that extra mile. Plus more. So it's really, really, really exciting. That's my product placement. We've got a stack of posters to send out all around London and flyers to distro. Um, that's what's happening. My first question is, why has, um, why has he sent you all of his admin? Why are you having to deal with the posters? Well, I'm glad you asked. So I am a co-promoter. So there I am, sheer music. And then there's my friend Ed Dyer, um, Songs of Praise in Swindon. And between us, we are co-promoting this show. So I had the luxury of uh, being able to print the flyers because we have a printer who's far, far cheaper than anybody else. And no, don't email in. I won't tell you who they are. Cool. Um, It is time for us to um, go over to this week's guest then. And as we mentioned in the opening link, we are joined by a a clown, a literal clown (laughs) this week. (laughs) Now, for, for people who have been to Gifford Circus before, they will be familiar with Tweedy because he is just always there getting in the way, causing mayhem. But uh, he also does one-man shows. He's been doing a bit of charity work uh, this year as well. And, and we're really lucky that Tweedy uh, agreed to chat to us um, in the run-up to this year's programme of, of circus venues, which uh, begins in April. It was an absolute pleasure talking to him too, it was. So Gifford Circus, I've been there for well, a number of years now, a long time. It's different from other circuses in that it's quite theatrical. Although it's a very traditional circus, Nell, the founder, who's sadly passed now, her and her husband at the time, Trotty, had this vision of creating a sort of recreation of a 1920s village green circus. So it's very quintessentially English. It always has a live band and a theme each year. So it's kind of specially made and designed costumes and set. The band are put together specifically for that theme in that year. Last year was um, called the Hoolian Irish kind of Celtic show. So there was a Celtic Irish band brought in. This year we're doing a show called Carpa, which is Mexican. So there's going to be a mariachi band. It's not just a series of circus acts. There's usually some sort of narrative and lots of different characters. And the band are a big part of the show. Not many circuses, sadly, have bands nowadays, but when they did, they'd always kind of be perched right at the back above the entrance of um, where the artists would come in. But with Giffords, the band are very much on show and part of it. So it's a great, fun show, and it's been very successful, and I love it. I just want to pick up on what you said there about always having a live band, because it's just such a... It's so obvious when when I walk in to see you've got the circus and the band are there kind of front and centre. And for for me, who who likes going to gigs and being quite a a big fan of live music, that that really, really ticks my box to to know that's happening at Giffords. Yeah, it's great because, you know, we've got great circus acts and we've got Calm Crystal who directs the show, who directs, you know, 
operas and great theatre shows. So you, you're kind of getting so much in one show, you know, mm. visually it's amazing and you've kind of got the great band. So, yeah, it ticks lots of boxes. I, I, I can imagine it takes a lot of practice, though, to, to not just do your own stunts and performances, but to actually be in sync with the band as well. So I'm, I'm assuming that practicing is going on right now, even though it, that the show doesn't start until April. There's not that much practice yet. It is kind of like a manic three weeks of all hands and deck. The MD musical director is James Key, and he's been there for a long time now. And he's very clever because it is, you know, he's kind of watching clip video clips of the acts, you know, at the moment and kind of composing, working out what music will work best. And the band, not also are they playing along, because it's a circus act, things can go wrong, you know, a juggler can drop and have to redo, or even worse, someone can fall from somewhere. So the band's got to kind of have that eye on what's going on as well as what they're playing. So, they, you know, they might suddenly have to replay a certain piece of music. So it really kind of keeps everyone on their toes. Another thing about Giffords, I know you, you bring in different performances from all over the world. It's kind of a, a global showcase of circus theatrics. Uh, I guess COVID has made it far more difficult to go scouting and, and kind of work out who's going to work well and in what order. So like, like you say, you've got the director there watching YouTube videos, I guess, trying to work out where to put them. <laughs> yeah, it's not only that. Brexit's not helped either. Because, of course, now, before we'd have to apply for visas, we quite often get artists from the like of Cuba um, and South America and things like that who obviously need visas. But now we need visas for everyone in Europe. So all that has added a lot more work for for the poor girls in the office yeah yes yeah not so much for yourself i guess but uh, <laughs> i mean we should really should really talk about yourself because I, I did notice that uh on on the posters that have been released you are the only actual face on there to say starring tweedy you're kind of the, the star of the you are the face of giffords now would that be fair to say or are you far too modest i think because i've been there for so long <laughs> <laughs> um, this year, there's not. I, I think I'm the only kind of familiar face this year because we play the same places and we have such a big following. We generally only keep acts for one or two years, so it's a completely fresh show. Because I do the clown and, and the comedy, I can come up with new things each time, which is hard work, but it, it's. Um, it's the way I like it, great fun. So, yeah, I think that's the reason, really, is that I'm the only familiar face that's still there. That's, I think that's very modest of you. I think you've, you've got an incredible talent. And every time I well, see you. you perform, you, you must have, like, at least 101 different stunts that you can pull off with within the space of an hour. There are quite a lot now. Like I say, it's through necessity of um, trying to come up with something new each year. You know, I, I could have, as a clown had one act and just gone to different circuses every year, which is what a lot of clowns do. But for me, having that kind of opportunity to create something new every year is very fulfilling. The, the performances, they start in April for the circus and they go right the way through the summer. Um, have you yeah, got any particular... Going out a month earlier this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you, have you got yeah, any favourite venues or favourite places to go? I mean, it's tricky because, I mean, we play such beautiful venues. We're very lucky with that. I have got a nostalgia for a lot of the old ones that we always did, like Minchinhampton. And Frampton, we missed 
we used to always do Frampton and we missed it last year, but we're back this year. So that's um, that's very nice to be returning. And then we've done Chiswick House and Gardens in London for quite a few years now. And that's kind of a nice change of pace, sort of right in the middle of the season to be on the outskirts of London. So I don't know if I have a favourite. I just love the fact, that's why I like touring, is that each kind of week or every two weeks you're, you're somewhere new and it's all slightly different. And that helps with the fact that you're kind of doing the same show for such a long time to to be moving in different places. COVID and, and the lockdowns, obviously that hit the entertainment industry so hard and, and circuses really, really were hit hard. It, it's really nice to know that Giffords is bouncing back. And I know you guys did do cabaret shows because I, I, I was lucky enough to get tickets for one of them. But it's uh, it's really yeah. it really shows kind of how diverse and, and how quick thinking the guys at Giffords are to be able to do that. Yeah, that I mean, it, it was a mad time for everyone that. And they kind of looked at all different ways that we could make it work because obviously social distancing was kind of massive in 2020 and to get a show working with such limited people coming in doing a dinner show was the only way that we could physically make it work and also we had to have a very scaled down show there was hardly any acts in the show and there was a very small band but we made something work and people appreciated it so so yeah we managed to make something work which was great one of my one of my favourite little interludes you have at Gifford is when the chicken comes out and does a trick. How long does it take to train a chicken? Um, it it takes quite a while. It there's actually there's actually a chicken lady, right? That she specialises in. So it's a lady called Emma, and there's a place called Amazing Animals who trains animals for television and film so they normally do it the director will kind of go to them and go like i want a chicken to be able to do this and then <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't had the chickens for a couple of years now but there was one there was one year where there was about six and they were trained just to attack me <laughs> and, and that was it they just come running out the curtain and just chase me and peck me and i, I basically had to have food like on my tights that they just just have to be and peck me. Tweedy, you also have a couple of other things going on. So you've got the the running for charity. Do you want to tell us about that? Yes, I've still got my vest on because I literally finished today. I was running 50 miles for Maggie's, who's a a centre in Cheltenham. Well, there's ones in cities all over Britain who help people and families with cancer. It was somewhere that Nell... Gifford used a lot when she um, had cancer. So I decided, because Oz, who is our chef at Circus Sauce, because for those listeners who don't know, Gifford Circus have a, a restaurant that tours with the circus. So after you've watched the show, you can sit down and have a four-course set meal. Anyway, Oz is the head chef there, and um, he did it last year, and he suggested I did it this year. I went, yeah, all right. I'll do that. Uh, and I thought I'd finished it yesterday. And I looked and I was sort of less than a quarter of a mile away from 50. So I had to quickly go and run round a field for three minutes just now. Just <laughs> so I have now done 50 miles for Maggie's. And that's all kind of via Facebook. 
But you can donate direct to Maggie's if any of your listeners want. That would be marvellous. Wonderful. Thank you. And, and the other thing I wanted to ask you was about Lost Property, which is a performance or a play or something that's going on at the Stroud Sovereigns. I'm not quite sure what it is. Yeah. So maybe you can explain that one for me. What is it? Mm. It's, um, it, it's one of my solo shows. I always kind of do my own shows round about this time of year before Gifford starts its season. This is one I've done before. I did it last five years ago, I think. So I've kind of revamped this old show. And because um, during lockdown, the government did this um, retrain scheme. They were saying, you know, you have to read. Yes. There was this horrible picture of a, a, of a poster of a ballerina. Oh, she's going to get a job in IT. She just doesn't know it yet, which was really yeah, that's oh, utterly appalling. So I, I've kind of made it a bit like that, that I've been made to retrain by the government as a lost property clerk. So basically it's, it's about a clown who gets a real job in a lost property office. And Sounds you know, amazing. You can imagine that that just goes terribly well. It's an hour long show with no interval for all the family, lots of slapstick and mayhem, bit of kind of circus skills and magic. Because it's a lost property office, I can have all sorts of props and toys just lying around. So, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. The, the final question we always ask is just uh, about the, the track that you've picked. Now, it's a, a local band. Um, do you want to tell us why you've chosen? Oh, I did write it down. What are they called? The Other Way. It's my friend, Billy Bottle, who has done a, a couple of tours with Gifford Circus in the band, and Ron Porteous, who is a, a trumpeter in Xanadu in 2019. And I believe he's returning again this year, because we need a trumpet again this year, because, as I said, we're having a mariachi band. So it's it's their band. They played the Good Shed in Stroud not that long ago. Um, so this is a track by them. Day. 
was as though you'd never been away. Hoping that you'll stay with me down the river and the tides of grey. Heading for some unknown shore, you suggested we go the tune we have just played that was tweeder's choice it is called wave song it's by a band called the other way if you want to hear the full version the full seven and a half minutes then uh, go on to, to youtube with, with trumpet solos and all kinds of things in there um obviously we were a bit limited for time so we had to cut that one short um kieran i'm, I'm gonna send congratulations to you for asking the best question of any interview in our uh, series of, of these shows how long does it take to train a chicken oh <laughs> yes that was a good question wasn't it (laughs) time for some news have you got any news to talk about this time you can have a think and i will i will go ahead with something that i found out up in the forest of dean a new festival is going to be launched this year what's that uh, it's called Five Bar Gate Festival. It, it's it's going to start small, but then most festivals do start small. So they've only given us 700 capacity. Uh, it's going to be That's in August. still plenty enough, isn't it? Yeah. And um, it's been a little bit contentious. Um, it's a typical thing when people want to start a festival. Um, the, the locals are a bit dubious about noise levels and just about yeah. the health and safety act, uh, and inconvenience aspects of everything. But it's been it's been given the go ahead. So look out for that. And they, they haven't announced any lineup yet or, or what's going to be there. But it's always nice to see a new event appearing on the calendar when when particularly in recent years so many have uh, fallen by the wayside well john i i very very quickly googled this and it looks really interesting the bbc article leads with the line drinkers death risk so you can see how that one's uh, playing out locally <laughs> <laughs> you can't possibly have this festival is a risk of death 
another reason why Forest of Dean is is quite um, infamous for its festivals is because it has its uh, swinging festival every year. Um, you can like elaborate on that a little bit further. No, that that doesn't need anything else said about it. I think it does. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so a, right. It is what a, I thought it was. It's a, it's a big playground. Lots of swings. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the residents like that one either. <laughs> no, I. Well, I can. That's a little bit more understandable. <laughs> if uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email sheerisolation at gmail dot com, or you can go to our website sheerisolation dot uk and find all of our previous shows. We are on Spotify, um, but I don't think it would do any good to anybody if we started taking our stuff off. If anything, our stuff being on Spotify is just uh, an incentive of protest in itself by making you listen to us. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to let you go into it, Kieran. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to make fine. you say goodbye. It's Actually, been John, I'll be honest with you. Oh, I go. don't know enough about it to go into it. So, oh, that's it first. Right, okay. Wonderful. In that case, um, we'll be back same time next week. Thank you for listening, everybody. See you Bye. later. <laughs>